Hi, and welcome to Lessons for My Kids. Today we're talking about hope. Hope for a better tomorrow. Hope for a better future. Hope for positivity. This world, we can get bogged down pretty quickly by watching television, watching the news, uh, seeing uh, people who are oppressed. It can quickly happen that we are not focusing on the positives that this world can be or the goals and, and desires and paths really on how to get there. Now, one of the best people I think who embodies hope, um, and there are plenty of examples out there, truly. Uh, I'm sure you can find some in your own life that, that are people who were hopeful and who took bad situations and were able to, to get beyond them and to have wonderful lives or make big differences in, in other people's lives. But the one person who I think uh, really embodies this is Nelson Mandela. Now, for some of you, uh, especially the kids who might be listening, who don't know Nelson Mandela, he was uh, a leader in South Africa who was jailed for 27 years based on racism. And he was able to overcome uh, his sentence uh, through political means uh, and pressure on the government. And uh, he, he came out, he actually became president of South Africa. But what was amazing about Nelson Mandela is through all that oppression, he was always an optimist. He was always knowing that soon he would be released based on the truths of the world, uh, that he was a good man and that you know racism was a horrible, horrible situation uh, that put him there. Uh, in the end though, uh, Nelson really was an embodiment of a true spirit of uh, what the human soul can put up with as well as uh, being such an optimist in knowing that the world was better than where he was living at that time. A couple of quotes from him, uh, I, and there are a lot of quotes from him and there are others. Uh, there's you know Desmond Tutu, there's Barack Obama, there's a lot of people who talk about hope. Uh, but again, I use Nelson Mandela just because he was such uh, an inspiration for so many people. Um, that I, I just I I can't say enough about him. Uh, but as as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. For somebody like Nelson Mandela to say that, and I'm going to repeat it: as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. We what he says there is, you know, your spirit. You may be in a bad place, but if you're you're able to muster some type of happiness, some type of outward hope, some type of uh, positivity that others can see, it, it rubs off on them. And it gives those other people, instead of, you know, if you're living in a community that's impoverished uh, and you're showing hope and you're showing positivity and you're, you're pushing forward to make the world a better place, it gives other people in that community that same uh, optimism. It gives them the permission to let them go out and do something similar, which we don't see in a lot of cases. What happens uh, with families who have financial struggle, it happens with uh, people who've lost their jobs, they get down. And what happens is, is kids see that and others 
in friends and neighbors, they see that. And in some cases, everybody starts kind of going down this bad path. But if you can be that glimmer of hope, if you can show that the world is better place than, than what it is today or what it can be, it gives other people that opportunity to be able to look at the world and go, yes, it's bad right now. Yes, we're in a tough spot, but we're not going to be here forever. Uh, there's going to be an opportunity where or, or a change that all of a sudden the world will be in a better place. And I truly believe that there are times when when negativity has ruled my roost, uh, so to speak, uh, and I've had to figure out how to get past it. And if you can look to somebody whose who's positive outlook is, I'm sorry that, that you're in this situation, but, you know, tomorrow, you know, let's put together a plan and let's get you out of this negative, negative spot. Uh, it could be a therapist if, if you're in depression or have anxiety. It could be a friend. It could be a family member. It could be a teacher. It could be a boss uh, or a coworker. There are a lot of people in the world who have that optimism and they are amazing people uh, in many cases because uh, there are times when it's very hard for many of us to show that optimism. But another quote from Nelson Mandela is, may your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears. So it's it's taking a such situation and, and turning it around and viewing it from a different perspective. Instead of just looking at it from a negative perspective, what if we looked at it as this might be a learning opportunity? This might be a door opening for us that we might not have recognized before. Now, all of a sudden, we're looking at it from that other type of perspective and going, we can build off of this. We can drive towards our goals. We can get out of this, this tough spot. Maybe it's it's an opportunity to find a new job that maybe you've been working in a job that you've not liked for a long time. And now all of a sudden you're on unemployment because the, the economy turned down. <clears throat> that could be an opportunity for you to get out from where you are and get you into something that you truly would love. It might be that you had been wanting to move or been thinking about moving for a while. Now you've got that opportunity. You're not tied down to that area. Uh, unless you've got family and friends there, which they may keep you there. But really, it it might open up new doors that you might not have even thought about. Um, I know I've seen people that have worked in my company. They have been let go or they've uh, there have been downsizing. And all of a sudden, they went back to school and they got into fields that were far different than what we were in. And they they found that time. They found the funds. And they said, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to do what I truly love. And when you think of Nelson Mandela, he says, I am the captain of my soul. Only you can decide what you're going to be hopeful for. Only you can decide what goals you want to set for yourself. And Nelson also said, a winner is a dreamer who never gives up. So when you think about those types of things, I think of who he is and who he was and I think of all the opportunities that he had in his life. He, he took some very negative times and some very negative things happening in his own country. And he was able to still have hope. He was setting out his own goals. He was making his plans on how he was going to achieve those goals. And he worked on them with his friends and with other people who had similar thoughts to him. 
And I think when we start talking about how to teach kids about hope, we don't have to use Nelson as the as the you know embodiment of it because there are again a lot of people in this world who are hopeful, and there are a lot of people who have seen success, and a lot of people who have looked at these these dark days and said, "I can figure out a way to make it better for me," and we can build off of those things. So when we look back in history. We can learn from some of these these opportunities. I think back to when I was in high school and the falling of the Berlin Wall. Um, for those of you who are younger, Germany used to be separated by a wall. You had West Germany and you had East Germany. And it was shortly after World War II that that uh, happened, that that wall was erected. There were people on the east side who were... They, they were under uh, government control. Uh, the West Side was a free country. And those people on the East really wanted to have their freedom too. They saw what was happening on the in West Berlin and they figured, you know, if they've got it, we can have it too. But it took a long time, took many, many years before that wall finally came down. The fi- wall came down in the 80s. Uh, 1980s and it was the first time that some families had seen each other in in many many years because they had been separated by this wall in two different government factions but there was hope there there was hope that they were going to see each other again there was hope that they would have a brighter day there was a hope that they could be have freedom just like the other side but it took years and it took a lot of conversations and politics and a lot of things had to come together Uh, again, we have to have hope for those brighter days ahead. So a couple of articles uh, from howtoadult.com, youaremom.com, and hudsonvalley1.com. And they talk about, well, how do we teach our children the value of hope? And it's keeping their eye on the future. It's keep showing them that there are good things that can happen, that we can look back in, in history and say there were dark days people were able to build uh, plans and they were able to just keep moving forward. Tomorrow's still going to come. The sun's still going to come up tomorrow, whether we are planning for it, we're ready for it or not. Time doesn't end. The sun goes up, the sun goes down, and the next day comes. So what are we going to do with those 24 hours? What are we going to do to make the world a better place? And for kids, the easiest thing is let's talk to them about our goals and they for kids they might have some small goals and really they probably should have smaller goals they shouldn't have I'm going to become a doctor I'm going to become a lawyer those things will come but let's start with some small goals and work on plans on how to achieve those and how to make their worlds a little bit better so recommend talking to your children about how they see themselves in the future It'll help them to discover what it is they want and why. And we should help them imagine how far they can go and to see the true potential that they possess. And then work on plans on how to get there. And maybe it's it's getting through you know school and getting into a, you know a certain high school or getting into a certain program or being uh, recognized for a National Honor Society or maybe if they're in high school already it's getting into a certain college but it's starting to build those plans now uh, it's asking questions finding out where the kids are stuck 
and finding out, you know, how to get them to help with their own problem-solving resolutions, rather than just having parents step in and say, oh, we'll fix that for you. The kids need to recognize how to do those things. They need to get those skills on how to to, um, move themselves forward, because there's going to be a day when parents won't be there. It's also um, encouraging them to ask questions and be curious about learning and discovering new things. It's also about their freedom to explore and decide, even face frustrations. That hope isn't an easy task in many cases. It's so easy to go down the drain, uh, so to speak, or the spiral into negativity. But it's how do we keep moving forward? How do we keep saying, my goal is my goal? And I'm going to get it come hell or high water. I'm going to push myself to get there. And I just got to keep to my plan. I got to stick to those those opportunities that are in front of me. And I'll eventually achieve it. It's practicing active learning. It's it's having uh, the, the feeling that we understand and respect them as adults. It's it's they understand that. They're in a situation uh, that they need to be able to freely speak to us and clearly communicate thoughts and feelings and have us as as parents and adults understand and and help them to express uh, their own thoughts and feelings. Because if we can help them along in that path, we we can teach them how to be individuals that go after those goals and and figure out how to build those paths forward. It's a teaching moment that we really need to to take uh, and and utilize to the best of our abilities as as adults who have gone through a lot of these things. And if you didn't get a chance to do those when you were a kid, it's our opportunity to say, yeah, my parents should have done this for me. They didn't, but here's how I want to help my kids. to, to build those paths and to express their feelings and to, to create their goals. So we also want to instill values like hope into our kids. And we need to have an environment for them to be able to do those things. And listening to uplifting people, maybe it's listening to old speeches like those from Nelson Mandela and helping them to understand what he went through or <clears throat> some of the other people who uh, who we look up to uh, who have been hopeful. But we need to use positive reinforcement. We need to involve our children uh, when establishing uh, things like household norms. We need to use stories and fairy tales to, to show that there's love in the world. And we also need to explain that there are people in the world uh, who will try to manipulate them or try to push them down. And using these examples will really help them uh, hopefully to, um, to to see the hope in the world, to see the positive in the world, to show see there's respect. Um, and as adults, if we can start start instilling some of these things into our kids early on, it'll be a much hope, more hopeful world for all of us because we're, we're building leaders. We're building those future leaders who are going to be Uh, taking over the reins in politics and business and medical facilities and schools and government. And it's, we need, we really need these people 
these kids to be hopeful for a brighter tomorrow. Because in the end, it's their world uh, that they're creating. And at some point, we need to start listening to the kids too. On what world do they want to live in? Where do they want to be? How do they want this world to look for themselves? And as adults, we can look back in history and say, this is where we came from. Here's where we are now. And then help them to decide where they want to go to. With that, I thank you for listening. And until next time, have a great day.